0: Anybody know what we're talking about? Okay. Let's turn to John 16. Let's read our text again. Jesus is speaking about the Holy Spirit here. And he made it very clear about the ministry of the Holy Spirit and some of his operations. That is that he will speak he will guide and he will reveal. Last week we talked about the guidance of the Holy Spirit. If you weren't able to be here or you didn't see it, you can catch that on YouTube. And uh, you know, and sometimes go back, man, I've listened to messages uh, over several times and you know, it's amazing this second, third time you hear things you didn't hear the first time. But here in John 16 verse 13, Jesus is speaking of the Holy Spirit. He said, But when He, the Spirit of truth, that's the Holy Spirit, when He comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak what He hears, and He will tell you what is to come. He will glorify Me, because it is from Me that He will receive what He will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is Mine. That is why I said, The Spirit will receive from Me what He will make known to you. So today we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit speaking. You know, Jesus said, let's, let's turn over to, you're right there, turn back to John 10. Read a couple of verses here, verse 4 and then verse 16. <clears throat> it says, "...when He had brought out all His own, He goes on ahead of them, and His sheep follow Him, because they know His voice." And then in verse 16, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. So Jesus makes it very clear that His children are able and should be hearing His voice. And the way He speaks to us is by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's the one who is here in the earth. He's the one who's living in us. Amen. If you're a child of God, then the Spirit of God is living in you. And if you're filled with the Spirit, the Spirit of God has come upon you in power, in ability. Amen. But the Holy Spirit is living in us, and He desires not only to guide us, as we saw last week, but He wants to speak and reveal things by speaking to us. So we want to look at this today in some some depth. How will he speak? I mean, that's important to know, isn't it? Jesus said he'll speak, but how will he speak? I mean, if somebody calls you, of course now we got our, you know, we got our smartphones. So as soon as somebody calls, you, you know who it is. But if you're on a landline or something, you pick up and say hello, and the other person says hello. When you know the, if you know if you know them, you recognize their voice right away, don't you? This is what Jesus is talking about. He said, My sheep will recognize My voice. We should, as believers, especially if we've been walking with the Lord for some time, we should have developed a relationship to the point to where what, we recognize His voice. Now, how will He speak? First of all, He'll speak by His Word. The Word of God, the Bible, the Scriptures. This is why it's so important that we are daily in the Scriptures because this is one of the primary ways that the holy spirit will speak to us he will speak what the bible calls a rhema word let's let's look over in romans 10 i want to amplify this just a bit this is how faith comes every time you get in the bible there is opportunity for faith to come are you listening if you're not in the scriptures, you know, it's going to be hard for faith to come because he says here in verse 17, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message or the word, and the word is, the message is heard through the word about Christ. So where do we hear about the word about Christ? It's in the Bible, isn't it? It's in the scriptures. So if you're not in the scriptures, you're not hearing the word, you're not hearing the message. So how is faith going to come? So the first way that the Holy Spirit will speak to us is through the Bible. As you're reading the Bible, as you're studying the Bible, as you're contemplating, meditating on the Word, the Holy Spirit will speak a rhema word. In other words, He will enlighten a portion of that Scripture to you. Have you ever been reading and all of a sudden you see something there you hadn't seen before? You go, wow, that's good. Well, the Holy Spirit just spoke to you. And faith just came to you. And now you take that faith up, amen, and you act upon it, and you get the benefit of it. You get the wisdom of it. You get the direction of it. You get the, you get the uh, authority of it. You get the faith of it. it comes down inside your spirit, and you know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And you can have confidence in acting upon that word. You can have confidence in ordering your life in agreement with that word. Because what? That's the word that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you. See, sometimes we want the Holy Spirit to speak, you know, Hello, bunny. Hello, wand. And it's great when the Holy Spirit does that. But if you read through the Scriptures, even the apostles, it only happened maybe once or twice in their life that way. You know how they, they followed the, the Spirit of God? Same way we do. Remember on the day of Pentecost, or, or in Acts chapter 5, when, you know, after the day of Pentecost, and the, God was daily adding to the church, and, you know, there, was, there arose a disputation, you know, about how things were being done. See, there's nothing new in that. We think, oh, if we have been in the early church, everything would have been just right. No, they had the same kind of stuff going on we did. We're not being treated fairly. So, you know, they appointed seven people, you know, to be deacons and to, to be in charge of that. Peter said, we're going to give ourselves to the Word and to prayer. To the Word and to prayer. So how, how did they hear from the Holy Spirit? Through the Word. Through the Word. They were daily in the Word. The Holy Spirit had opportunity to teach them, to speak to them from the Word of God. And if you will do that, He will speak to you too. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Amen. Now, I know we, like, we all like the spectacular. We'd much rather have that. But you know what? The Bible says there are many voices in the world. So we're not talking about, you know, trying to find some voice to listen to. But the voice of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God is always reliable. Because when He speaks, it's always going to agree with the Scriptures. If you hear a voice and it doesn't agree with the Scriptures, I'm telling you, right away you need to say, Get thee behind me, devil. Either that or it's just your own imagination working overtime. But either way, it's unreliable. If it doesn't agree with the Scriptures, it's not God. Because the Holy Spirit's going to always agree. The Spirit and the Word agree. Amen? always then there is what we call the still small voice amen of the Holy Spirit look at Romans 8 we looked at this the other day but let's look at this again well we'll get there in just a minute let's look over in first Kings first we'll get to Romans 8 in a minute first Kings chapter 19 is a good example of what we're talking about here. If you look in chapter nineteen there, if I can get over there to it, there it is. First Kings nineteen. We're gonna just we're gonna skip down to verse eleven. You know, this is Elijah, he's you know, he's he's running, you know, from Jezebel and everything, you know, and he's He's already had, you know, the angel food cake, and he's gone on the strength of that for 40 days. Amen. Well, that's what it was. I don't know what special ingredients that was that he put in, that angel put in there, but it was something more than just regular old southern cornbread because he went on the strength of it for 40 days. So, you know, he ended up in a cave there, and, you know, and he's got the poor mouthing going on. He's feeling sorry for himself. You know, I'm the only one serving God. I'm the only one that loves God. you got the mully grubs going on. Then verse 11, the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountain apart, shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. Oh, boy, we'd like something spectacular to happen, but the Lord wasn't in that. After the wind, there was an earthquake. Wow, there's a whole lot of shaking going on here, isn't there? Mountains split apart, an earthquake comes, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, came a fire. So you got wind, earth, and fire here going on. No, that's not the rock group from the 70s. I know what some of y'all are thinking. <laughs> I'm not that old, but I somebody told Juan told me about it. <laughs> oh my goodness! But the Lord was not in the fire. Now notice this. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. A gentle whisper. The still small voice. God spoke. And it says, when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. And then that voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? Hmm. So the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. And the reason we don't hear it sometimes is because we are looking for the earth, the wind, and the fire. We're looking for the spectacular. We're looking for something strong and big and loud and, and just, you know, to shake up everything. When all the time it's going to be the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit speaking to your spirit, to your inner man. See, the problem is, is that we, we don't get still long enough to hear. We need to cultivate and keep our relationship with God on on a a strong enough relationship level that we hear the voice of God easily. See, the reason it's such a struggle is because we we're, we're not keeping up our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We're not listening to Him on a daily basis. We're not taking time. And it doesn't. I'm not talking about hours every day. I'm not talking about. You've got to become a monk and become a, an ascetic or something. But you need to give some regular time to God every day to listen on purpose to what the Holy Spirit would say from the Scriptures and through the still, small voice. And if you don't do that, then you know what? You're going to go through life handicapped spiritually. Because if you're not hearing from the Holy Spirit, you're handicapped. Because Jesus said He'll show you things to come. He'll show you things to avoid. He'll show you relationships to avoid. He'll show you other ones to cultivate. He'll show you how to how to handle that situation at work. He'll show you how to deal with that hard relationship that you're dealing with in your family. How to pray for your loved ones. He'll show you all kinds of things. How to handle your money. When to spend, when not to spend. When to sow, When when to reap. But if you're not listening to Him, you, all of that you're gonna just do in your own out of your own noggin. How's that working out for you? See, a lot of times we want to whine and complain to God, but the problem is, is that we're not listening to the Holy Spirit. So we're going through life handicapped. Amen. I think when God speaks, we ought to listen. I think if anybody, if we ought to listen to anybody, it ought to be Him, hadn't it? So the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, and that's very, very closely aligned with what we looked at last week in Romans 8, where He said that the Spirit will witness to you. The witness of the Holy Spirit. The still small voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaking to us through the Scriptures. And there are times when I, I'll be just waiting on God and maybe praying, praying with my understanding, praying in the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will just bring up a Scripture to me. He'll bring to my mind a Scripture. I can go over there and read that Scripture, and all of a sudden, He shows me how it's an application to what I've been praying about or what I've been trying to make a decision about. And He gives me illumination. Remember, we looked at that Proverbs 20 last week, talked about how that the Spirit of man is the lamp of, of, of the Lord. He will illuminate us. He will speak to us. He will speak a Scripture to us, a Word from God from the Scriptures that illuminate what we're, we, we need at the moment we need it. We're talking about how will the Holy Spirit speak. See, sometimes we want to get all mystical. Ooh, you know. Oh, I went to church and the Holy Spirit spoke. Well, how do you know it was the Holy Spirit? Amen. Well, number one, it agreed with the Scriptures. Amen. Number two, it gave illumination to my Spirit. It agreed with the Spirit of Jesus. Amen. And so, we need to understand how the Holy Spirit will speak to us. And He will speak. And He is speaking. It's not a speaking problem. It's a listening problem, isn't it? It's a hearing problem. You know, we need to work on getting our hearing aid our spiritual hearing aid tuned in and we're going to talk about that before we close today but he does occasionally will talk speak to us from an audible with an audible voice look at Acts chapter 10 this is a very rare and exceptional thing as far as we know if we have any record of this only happened to the Apostle Peter one time in Acts 10 in his whole life in ministry. Hello. See, we think it happened every day. Oh man, the Apostles, they just, you know, God just spoke to them audibly every day. And if He wasn't speaking to them, then there was an angel appearing. And if there wasn't an angel appearing, then they were caught up to heaven. And we just think that every day that was was their daily experience. It wasn't. They had to walk by faith like we do. They had to learn to listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, the witness of the Spirit. They had to be able to get into the Scriptures on a regular basis and cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that they recognized when the Holy Spirit was showing them something. Remember on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell? Peter got up and he said, said, These men are not drunk as you suppose. He said, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Well, and then he went to started preaching and expounded on what Joel said. Well, where did he get that? Huh? Where did he get that? It didn't say that the Holy Spirit spoke audibly to him. No, he, you know what? He was in the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit began to reveal that to him. So that when the day of Pentecost came, man he knew exactly what it was. The Holy Spirit showed it to him. he said, "Oh yeah, this is I know what this is, this is that. This is that which Joel spoke. This is not something new. Joel already prophesied this. He already had the insight. Acts chapter 10, we're going to verse 13, you know Peter's gone up, he's praying on the housetop. He's fallen into a trance. Sheets let down with all manner of, you know, creatures on it. Clean and unclean as far as the Jewish uh, law allowed. And he heard, in verse 13, it says, Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord Peter replied. I've never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him the second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. And then in verse 17, while Peter was wondering about the meaning, the men sent by Cornelius found where Simon's house was. In verse 19, while Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up, go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. So here we see the Holy Spirit speaking in an audible voice to Peter as he's in this. he's fallen into a trance, and he's spoken to him. But let me tell you, this is not, this is, was not an everyday occurrence. As far as we know, this was the only time it's recorded, at least it's recorded in, in the Scriptures, that God spoke to Peter like this. He led Peter just like He led us. Amen? He led the apostles. He led the, those in the early church the same way He leads us. He speaks what? A rhema word from the Scriptures as we're in the Scriptures. He speaks by the still, small voice into our in our innermost being. And maybe there may be a time when he will speak in an audible voice. But if he does, it's still going to agree with the scriptures. Amen? Amen. And we don't go around li- trying to find, listen to, to, to audible voices. Because if you do, the devil will accommodate you. Because he is a deceitful liar, he'll deceive you. He's the God of this world. And if He thinks He can mislead you and deceive you, He will will accommodate you. So if God chooses to speak that way, wonderful. But we we don't have to be concerned about whether He does or He does not because we know He says, My sheep know My voice. And He will speak to us through His Word, through the still small voice. He will guide us through the inward witness. We can know His voice. So... That's how He will speak. But now what will He say? Now we've already kind of given you a clue of this. He's going to say exactly what the Father says. And what the Father said has been written down for us in this book called the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. Amen. All that we need to know about the will of God is in this book. All we need to know about the character of God is in this book. All we need to know about faith, about the love of God, about uh, how God uh, works in our life, about the character of God is found in this book called the Bible. So he's going to say what he hears Jesus saying. That's what Jesus said. He said, "All that the Father has is mine." That's why he says he will take of mine and reveal it to you. See, all we need is we need the we need uh, the the wraps, if you will, taken off of the word, so that. When we read it, it's not just some words on paper, but all of a sudden it becomes alive to us. It is a revelation. Now, we not only know what the Word says, but we know what the Word means. We see the meaning of the Word, the revelation of it. All of a sudden, we experience the Word. Are you listening? We experience the Word. He, what He hears Jesus saying, He's going to speak to us. Proverbs twenty five, eleven it says, Let's look over there. Verse eleven he says, Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a ruling rightly given. I like one translation, another one says, Like apples of gold in settings of silver, a word fitly spoken in due season. And you know the Holy Spirit knows how to speak a word in due season he can take of this this word in the bible he can take a word that you need in due season to encourage you to strengthen you and to confirm you amen you know the word the uh, gold and silver are types of redemption in the scriptures if you look through that throughout the tabernacle when god told uh, moses to build the tabernacle you'll see especially in the holy place and in the holy of holies, all that was in there was gold and silver. The utensils were gold and silver because that speaks of redemption. The trumpet that the priest would blow on the day of atonement, it was silver. It speaks of redemption. And so he says, apples of gold and settings of silver is like a word spoken in due season. And the Holy Spirit knows just what you need. He knows just what you need in this time, in this season in your life. And if you will learn to listen to Him and develop a relationship with Him and to cultivate that, then I'm telling you, at just the right time, He's going to lead you to just the right Scripture. He's going to open that life-giving Word up to you. And it's going to confirm. It's going to strengthen you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to enlighten you. It's going to bring faith to you. It's going to bring hope to you. Amen. It will be a word in due season. That's what we're talking about. What will he say? What he's hearing Jesus say. Hey, Amen. You know, I don't know need to know the whole counsel of God at any one particular time. You know, if you've got a issue, if you've got a question about the law, you go to a lawyer. He doesn't tell you everything he learned in law school. Man, it'd be just like whew, over your head. And he starts talking about, you know, uh, uh, all the different laws concerning, you know, uh, lawsuits and, and uh, things concerning uh, licensing and all, whatever, all the stuff he's learned. He starts talking to you about all of that, you know, uh, tort law and all of that stuff that, you know, it's just going to go right over your head. No, you know what he does? He listens to your case. Then he takes what the right wisdom from what he has learned about the law as it applies to your case. And then, you know, that gives you wisdom about what to do when you go to court. You know, he doesn't get up when he goes to court and start talking about everything he knows. No, it's gonna, he's going to apply what, what pertains to your case. Same thing with the Holy Spirit. What are you dealing with right now? What is it that you need to know? See, sometimes we're we're pursuing the wrong thing. What is it in your life right now? What is it? What is the question that you have? What is the problem that you're facing? What is the wisdom that you need? What is the direction that you need to understand? That's what you need. To, that's what the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you, in due season. Whatever your season, my season may be different than your season. You may need to know something about finances. I may need to know something about relationships. You may need to know something about direction in your life right now. Somebody else may need to know how to pray for a loved one. The Holy Spirit, well, he gonna, He's going to take it due season. He's going to begin to speak to you what you need at the point in time you need it. If, I need, if, I, if, I, if I'm need—if i looking and I really need direction in my life, you know, I, I really don't know need to know about exactly when Jesus is coming back at that particular time now that's a good thing to know but right now this is what I need to know this is what I'm dealing with this is what my life is revolving around right now this is the question I have this is the answers I need is over here in this area well that's where the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you He's not wanting to leave you out there, you know, all by yourself trying to figure out what's going on. We did that. Don't isolate yourself from the Holy Spirit. But if you don't take time to cultivate a relationship, that's what you're doing. Thank you for your enthusiasm. What will he say? Well, what is it that you need to know? What did Jesus say over there ask seek knock so guess what that's about that should be about you know whatever is paramount in my life right now I'm going you know what I'm praying about is you know it's where my need is amen I mean that's what I'm praying about if I'm concerned about a loved one, guess what I'm, that's where I'm asking, that's where I should be seeking, that's where I should be knocking, and that's where the Holy Spirit will be speaking. But if, you know, if I'm over here somewhere, or if I'm just ignoring it, trying to figure it out on my own, or hope that somehow the Holy Spirit will get it to me. Hello? Hello? See, that's our problem. Sometimes we're hoping that the Holy Spirit will just, you know, out of thin air, the Holy Spirit will just speak somehow. Now, God, if you want me to do that, have Brother Bruce call me up and prophesy to me. But Brother Bruce, his concern may be somewhere else. He may be praying about something else. God may be speaking to him about somebody else to prophesy to. See, we don't have to wait on that. We can have, the Holy Spirit can speak to us. But here's the thing. What is it that you need? Are you asking? Are you seeking? Are you knocking? Because Jesus said, it's those who ask that receive. Those that knock that the doors opened. There's revelation. And it's those that seeking that find. What do they find? They find answers from the Holy Spirit. He will guide them, in, He will guide us in the Scriptures. He will reveal things to us. He will speak us, lead us to a word that is a word in due season for us, that is redemptive for our life. Amen. Well, that's good, Pastor. <clears throat> we need to understand not only that He will speak, but what will He say, and then finally, how do we tune into the Holy Spirit? See, again, we just want the Holy Spirit to interrupt us. I'm just going to live my life, and then, Lord, when you need to, just, you know, just have the Holy Spirit interrupt me. You know? Kind of like, you know, Saul when he was on the way to Damascus. Just knock me off my horse, Lord. See, a lot of times, you know, now we might not exactly frame it that way, but we live our lives... As you know, ignoring the Holy Spirit, ignoring that relationship with Him, and hoping that somehow everything's going to work out all right. Now, how's that supposed to happen? Why would God give us the Bible and then tell us to ignore it? Why would God give us the Holy Spirit and then tell us to ignore Him? That doesn't. That doesn't compute, does it? No. It's for our benefit. And see, here's the thing. You need to take advantage of that relationship of the Holy Spirit. So, tuning into the Holy Spirit. Now, none of this probably, unless you're doing it, you know, you're going to have to maybe change some ways. See, a lot of times we want God to change. But He is the Lord God who change is not so you know that's not going to work out too good for you but we may need to change from time to time as a matter of fact i found i need to change a lot but here's some ways we tune into the holy spirit we got to meditate on the word of god i'm not talking about hours a day but listen are you giving him any time and given the word any time in your life Amen? You think you could carve out five minutes? Can I hear (laughs) ten? Amen? I mean, you can't have a relationship with your spouse if you never spend time with them. If you never communicate, you never talk. Then you wonder why, what's wrong with my marriage? Well, duh. six-year-old could tell you what's wrong with your marriage. You don't need to go to a Ph.D. Amen. If you're not taking any time in God's Word, I can tell you why you're not, you're not sure. You're not hearing the, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. You're not hearing Him speak. Amen. He didn't just speak out of thin air. Get in the Word. You know, start small. I'm not saying don't. You know, that's like if you're out of shape, you don't go and put up 500 pounds on the barbell. If you do, you're going you're going to hurt yourself bad, and you won't make any progress because you ain't going to be able to lift it. So it won't do you any good at all. No. So you, start small. Start with five minutes. Start with ten minutes. Then work your way up. But start. Secondly by prayer amen we develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit through prayer turn over to Acts again back to Acts chapter 13 by prayer and fasting yeah I knew that would go over Especially right at lunchtime, right? But here in Acts 13, verse 1 it says, Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, So they were here, they were worshiping, they were praying, they were fasting. All of those worship is, is, is the last one, is how we tune into the Holy Spirit. As they were fasting and worshiping, the Holy Spirit said. Now, we don't know, it doesn't say hi, he said, we don't know if he spoke in an audible voice or if he spoke through prophecy, or, you know, because there were prophets here. But he did, excuse me, he did speak. Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I've called them. Wow, that set in motion a big deal, didn't it? Because you and I are here today because of this. They heard the Holy Spirit speak in Acts 13, and so the gospel came to Europe, came to us, instead of going east to Asia as they tried to go. You know, they tried to go into Asia. Why did they try to go into Asia? It looked like a good field to go into. Remember that over there? Said we, we, we were going to go into Asia, but the Holy Spirit forbade us. Boy, sure, I'm glad they, they learned to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, who knows what we might be worshiping this morning. So, meditating the word, prayer and fasting, and worship. This is how we, we tune our spirit into the Holy Spirit. This is how we learn to hear His voice. You worship. This is why it's so important for us to worship. You know, when we come to church and we start off with worship, you know, that's not a preliminary. It just happens to be the first thing because, you know why? We want to put God first. If we put Him first, we ought to be worshipers. Amen. And you know, you, you learn to worship at home. Now, you can learn some things here. But really, when we come here, we should already have been worshiping at home. If we learn to worship at home, if we allow the Holy Spirit to deal with us as we worship at home, when we come here, we'll hit the ground running. You know, it won't take Vicky and Willie the last song, verse on the last psalm before we finally decide to worship. Yeah, I said it. Some people think, you know, well, I just wish they'd hurry up and sing so we could get on with the service. Boy, are you misguided and misinformed. Worship is one of the ways we we tune our spirit in to the Spirit of God. Amen? And I want to tell you something, Passion Church. You know, we want to see, and I do, and I, I know you do, but if we want to see the Holy Spirit move, if we want to see the gifts of the Spirit move more, we're going to have to become worshipers. Because we're going to have to get tuned in to God on, on a certain level or it's just not going to happen. We're just going to sing some songs and then hear a message and go home. I want more than that, don't you? I want the Holy Spirit to speak and I want to be in a position to hear when He does speak. But it starts at home. It doesn't start here. It starts at home. So you need to be in the Word. You need to be a person of prayer. And at times you need to, you need to allow God to, let you, to lead you to fast or you decide to fast a meal or two meals, whatever. But, you know, put your, body, put your flesh under. I know it likes that fried chicken. And nanner pudding I like all that stuff too but that don't help my spirit none amen so let me give you some action points here Hey, you, you, I'm going to let you out early today maybe we got, we're still going to do our communion though but let me give you some action points here are you hearing the Holy Spirit speak now here's the thing you've got to be honest with yourself I'm not asking you to tell me, but you better be honest with yourself. Because if you're not re- you say you are and you're not, you re- you're handicapped. We need to be hearing on a, on a regular basis the Spirit of God speak. Through the Word, remember we said through the Word, through the rhema. Through then the, the a Word spoken in due season, He'll lead you to a portion of Scripture. And illuminate it in due season. That will give you wisdom and insight concerning what you're praying about. Of course, if you're not praying, you well, he, he, he got nothing to speak to you about. The still, small voice. Amen. He's going to speak to you. So are you hearing the Holy Spirit? Are you receiving His enlightenment, His guidance, his word in due season that strengthens and confirms you, that strengthens your 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 hope, builds up your faith. You know that you've heard from the... see when you know when you've heard from the Spirit of God, you can hold steady. No matter if the wind is blowing. Amen, you can hold steady. But if you if you hadn't heard from the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, boy, you you ever which away. If not, what or how do you need to change? Because God's not going to change. He changes not. And God wants to get to you His wisdom. God wants, to, he wants you to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. He wants you to, to receive the wisdom you need for the situation you're facing right now. And listen, every one of us in here, we're facing Something. I guarantee you, you're facing something. There's a decision to be made. There's an answer that you need. There's wisdom that you need. If not for yourself, maybe for a loved one. For another believer, a friend. But there's something that we need to receive that only the Holy Spirit can give to us. And we need to decide, okay, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Would you bow your heads for a moment? I want to pray for you. Now, Lord, you said that when the Spirit of truth comes that He'd speak. Lord, I know this. I need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying for my life, for this church, for this people, Lord, we here who are part of Passion Church, we need to hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking to our life and to us about Passion Church. For we are one body. We are your people. Father, we need what the Holy Spirit alone can supply. A word in due season to encourage, to strengthen, to confirm, to give clear direction, to hold us steady in the midst of the storm. Father, I thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word.